0: This is Kevin Carr from Fat Guys at the Movies, and you're listening to the Horrible Movie Podcast.
1: Well, welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast. My name is Jack, and thanks for uh, tuning in/slash downloading this episode. This week we have, who I am uh, a person I am entitling the. Kevin Carr, he's not a stand-up comedian. He's not a soccer player. Soccer, you might be, actually, both those things. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's Kevin Carr, ladies and gentlemen. Kevin, what
0: is up? Not much. I am the Kevin Carr. I'm going to change it in the phone book. It's going to be under T, T. instead of K. <laughs> the,
1: the man, the myth, the legend. Um, Kevin, I would love for you to tell our audience here, a little bit about about you and where they can kind of connect with you and um, about your awesome website slash uh, radio show that is nationwide and phenomenal.
0: Well, thank you so much. Yes, I am I do a radio show called Fat Guys at the Movies. You can hear it on many different stations around the country, uh, including in, in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, but I am a, uh, a movie reviewer. I've been doing written reviews. You can go to fatguysatthemovies.com and find a lot of my written, all my written reviews and my podcasts and my audio reviews and, and interviews and various things, all things to do about movies uh, where you can also connect with me if you want to and say, hey, dummy, you which a lot of people do and say, I, I like that movie and you didn't, or vice versa. <laughs> hey, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dummy. Cool. So, Yeah. Just go to com, or you can hit me up on Twitter at twitter.com slash Kevin Carr. All right.
1: Before we get going on this movie, which by the way, folks, is Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. What, 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 what's the tagline? The Night No One Came The Night home. No One Came Home. Not even Mike Myers. Um, so uh-huh. before I get going on that, I want you, you've reviewed, how many movies do you think you watch a year in your reviews
0: uh, you know I, I I haven't been very good at keeping up my letterboxed account this year. I, I go back and I fiddle around, but I think at my height, I was at like over five hundred and fifty oh a year gosh. either movies that <laughs> you know, some of them were like second watches like like rewatches, yeah uh, so it 's not five hundred and some, but it's usually around five hundred is are movies I sit through at some point gosh
1: so out of those let's do it with this is, what is this this is June. So far this year, what's yeah. the best movie you've seen?
0: Oh gosh, just top of your head,
1: first thing comes to mind. Enjoyable movie that you've seen that you liked. Doesn't matter the genre.
0: Probably one of the most fun times I have had in the theaters just this year would have to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Cool, Volume Two. I I, I love that series, and I and I love. Marvel. I'm I'm sure I'm missing some stuff from earlier this year, but uh, you know, it's not usually until the, the spring and the summer that I start seeing movies that I that, that really stand out to me. Okay.
1: Now how about this one? The worst movie that's a, you know, major release theater movie that you've seen this year. Air, Air buddies, Air Buddies Eight is not possible because it's not a major release. So, oh well, yeah,
0: the, the, well the buddies, but there's a certain charms to the. Air I like buddies it. Movie you're, exactly defending, you're defending the Air Buddies. I <laughs> will defend the Air Buddies movie. They're, they're, they're made for kids. They're made for like five year olds. No I mean, man, uh uh. hey like- uh uh-uh. <laughs> hey, uh-uh. Every movie's got to please every person. That's right, man. <laughs> Sorry. Oh gosh, you know, there's so many. There there are so many bad movies out there, and and, and some that are just. There's a difference between a movie that's like. To just like wholly disappointing. Yes. Uh, you know, something like Baywatch, which just was a mess. But I would have to say, like, I, I hate found footage movies. And even though this wasn't one, yes. but uh, the, 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 the rings, the rings... Was it the, that's the sequel yes. that tried to reboot the yes. ring into, and it was so bad and incoherent? Uh, and I'm sure there's probably that. some that are worse. Incoherent
1: but. is like, <laughs> such a great explanation of that movie. How about this? Um, um, what was I gonna say? God, I do this. What's happening today? My brain is exploding. Um, oh, The Cure for Wellness. Did you see that movie? Yeah, you know, there's a good movie buried in there somewhere. Okay, though. good. At, I mean, okay, that's what Aaron w- said. Too. Yeah
0: yeah it's it's long and it it meanders and there's this there's a section in the middle where they kind of take a break and yes. go on a bike ride. Yes. but uh, <laughs> there's some great stuff in the movie. it's just it's it's not put together. I mean, if you edit it out about a half hour, you could make that a really good movie.
1: Okay, all right. Good stuff. Okay, it is time now since since we said this week's movie is a movie called Halloween Three, loosely called Halloween. But it's Halloween 3.
0: It's definitively called Halloween. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's not really affiliated. So uh, Season of the Witch. It's now time on this podcast for a, time, uh, a segment called Time for Some Deets. Halloween 3 Season of the Witch directed by Tommy Lee Wallace. Produced by John Carpenter. John Carpenter agreed to do this movie. I was reading and he agreed to do this movie. Basically, if they did not mention Michael Myers in it. That's basically what he said. Okay, yes, I will produce this, but I don't really want you to talk because I don't want you to taint Michael Myers because this doesn't look good.
0: Well, as I understand it, he originally wanted to do, when he did Halloween... Uh, Once that was a big success, and that was originally called going to be called like the Babysitter Murders. And then he called it Halloween, made it take, and it became a big hit. And he originally wanted to do like a different Halloween themed movie, like an anthology Mm. series. Uh, But the first one was such a hit that they made him do a sequel. And uh, then, and he kind of, I guess, sort of ghost directed the sequel. And then Tommy Lee Wallace, who was, I, I forget, he worked like a production designer or something on the, the, the Halloween movies. And that's how he, he, he kind of handed the reins over to him.
1: Yes. And then, um, uh, John uh, said, Tommy Lee Wallace, he, he wrote this movie, but then you get some uncredited uh, John Carpenter rewrite stuff, I think, to kind of iron some things out. Starring the very talented Tom, or excuse me, yeah, Tom Atkins as uh, Doctor Daniel Chalice.
0: National treasure.
1: He is a national treasure. He is. is. uh, He's in a lot of random movies. Um, You get Stacy Nelkin as Ellie, um, who's just trying to vindicate her father's death. Um, And uh, that's Al Berry is uh, her father, Harry Grimbridge Grimbridge. It's his such man. A great name, Harry Grimbridge, and then um, it's like
0: something you would have heard out of Washington Irving. It's such
1: a great name. <laughs> it's probably a rhyme with Grimbridge, but there's nothing that rhymes with bridge, so you, it's not a very good rhyme. Um, um, other others of note, um, Nancy Ki- Nancy Kaya's plays Linda Chalice, and you only see Linda, the wife, the ex-wife of the good doctor once yeah. but you hear her scratchy voice over the phone whenever he calls home and, and he's like look the world's ending and she's like you're it's like that scratchy <laughs> oh. voice and then another random voice you hear over things and this is credit in here Jamie mm-hmm. Lee Curtis that's true gets a credit as a curfew announcer on the uh, when they went to uh, I almost said Halloween town but the equivalent um, and uh, she's also a telephone operator. Uh, later yep. on and uh what was the what's his face conrad cochran dan O. I always say this wrong
0: Dan O'Hurley, yeah. yes
1: and he's uh he's a longtime actor he's been in a lot of stuff so
0: robocop oh he was the main in the first robocop is that right he, he was in he was in at least the first two he okay. was the head head of the city yeah yes ocp head
1: <laughs> uh let's see what else um Universal Pictures, release date October 22nd, 1982. Running time, we we'll won't go into that. only in 98 minutes for very, very long. Uh, we've been doing a lot of long movies lately, but they've all been James Cameron Associated or Michael Bay Associated. That's why I'm saying. Michael um, Bay. I know Lord. the best. He's the best. <laughs> uh, he's epic. Uh, budget, uh, $2.5 and then $14 million. In Hollywood money, they still would probably say they lost money, even though they technically made money. They probably would still say they lost money because they always lose well, money.
0: Ba- well, but back then, th- these were like smaller – like Universal distributed it, but a lot of these were just smaller movies that were made. The way independent uh, – this was not independent, but the way Studio Horror worked back in the 80s was very different. And uh, these were always wildly successful. They are little cash cows that they made.
1: They um, find ways to niche them in there. I like that they don't have um – Mike Myers in it. They talked about too in some of the thing, things I read where they thought, okay, well, if this is successful, then we'll spin this off into a trilogy yeah. kind of scenario. Yeah. Uh, into it, well, maybe into its own kind of thing. Again,
0: I don't know how you make this movie a trilogy considering how it ends. Oh. <laughs> it, well,
1: I mean, he still could have survived and just fought off all the witches or whatever, not to give away yeah. uh, too many, uh, too many spoilers there. But, um, yeah, yeah very interesting that, uh, the carpenter, uh, John Carpenter, really was like, I for, like I said from what I read was kind of like, I really don't want to do this, but you are yeah. going to pay me money, and I like money, yeah. so so I will I will do this. But uh, anyway, so hey, um, now is the time for yes. something we call, and this is the only heavy lifting you'll have to do really on this. <laughs> Real I didn't labor here. Before True. <laughs> make sure you stretch. Always stretch. Um, It's a segment we like to call 30-second synopsis, and it's just that. You have 30 seconds to to break down this movie from top to bottom, but you only have 30 seconds. And I'm sorry to say this, but if you don't do it in 30 seconds... um, Is there a buzzer? Well, it's um, Silver Shamrock sent me this mask, but what it is is uh, it will teleport through the microphone um, to you... And it will uh, force you to watch this movie forever.
0: Ooh. Well, that doesn't sound like a punishment.
1: <laughs> I guess you picked this movie. It will force you um, to um, listen to the song, uh, Eight More Days to Halloween, made yes. popular by this movie in 1982. Um, are you? Do you think you're up for uh, 30 seconds? Absolutely.
0: On? Yeah, I can do this. Just tell me when to go.
1: Okay, folks, this is Kevin Carr here, and he's going to do 30-second synopsis. And, uh, Halloween three season of the witch,
0: Kevin, ready, go. Well, okay. National treasure actor Tom Atkins plays Dan Chalice, a Lothario drunken smoking doctor who runs an entire hospital by himself, (laughs) who meets a hot girl whose dad is killed by uh, something zombie-ish, robot-ish, and they go out to California to take down the big Irish company that wants to kill all the children in the world. Uh, And uh, they do so after having sex in a motel. Mm-hmm. You got that right. I like that you added that at the end. There's your 30
1: seconds right there. You did great. Ah, see? You did phenomenal, man. That was that was phenomenal. <laughs> like, you were in it 27 seconds, and you added that at the end, and it was kind of a needless – it was really weird. We'll get into that in the movie. But anyway – It's but, weirdly
0: necessary in the yeah, movie. No, I mean, know. it takes up such an important part, Gosh. and it's – Yeah, it's it's just like Tom Atkins, like, yeah, I'll do it, but you got to give me Miller Lite – and a pack of cigarettes, Gosh. and I got that girl's got to get naked with
1: me. All right, when it's, we when we come back, we'll talk about the plot of this awesome movie. Be right back.
0: <laughs>
1: I uh, feel like we're back, folks. I feel like, um, I feel like this is a doctor in a. He's a doctor in a small town, right? The town
0: they're in is small. Yeah, but it's got a hospital. That's the thing. Usually, like a tiny little town. I mean, it's big enough to have its own hospital. Run by a doctor and two nurses.
1: Yeah, that is true. He's a. Everyone loves him though, except for his ex wife. His ex wife does not, and and he does he does ditch his kids like twice.
0: Well, he like buys them like crappy Halloween.
1: He actually did it. He actually ditches them three times because he says after the second time he says he's gonna I'll be back I'll be back for my trip, and I will I'll take him trick or treating I'll I'll take him out for Halloween. And instead he doesn't. He ends up hanging out with Ellie, the, um, uh, the, the daughter. Hot, yeah, the hot daughter. The hot
0: girl who used to date Woody Allen, yeah. Oh, really? I believe she used to date Woody Allen, which and sort of taints her know. for everything.
1: Yeah, well, Woody Allen, he's uh, quite a <laughs> character. Um, yeah. I've not done, I'm i not sure of any of his movies, if I'd want to do his movies on this podcast. <laughs> I digress. But uh, Okay, so time for what we call Power Plot. Mm. And we're just going to power through this plot here. Um, October 23rd, it's eight days. I had to do the math in my head there, Kevin. Sorry.
0: Eight <laughs> the days. The song wasn't I go, a heads up for nine, you. Six,
1: <laughs> five, six, seven, eight days from Halloween. Yeah. And Harry Grimbridge, we find out, uh, we don't find this out till later, but he does own like a toys, toy shop that is stocking these Halloween Toys and stuff. Yeah, like a
0: novelty story. Yeah.
1: He's running, not for pleasure. Not that running maybe is ever pleasure, but he's out. He's not for exercise, but for his life. He's running for his life from um, the, you know, uh, agents from The Matrix. They're after him. Yeah, this guy in a suit. (laughs) Yeah. And he pulls up. And did you think when you first saw this movie, how, how long ago, when was the first time you saw this movie?
0: Probably the first time I saw this movie, I was probably in high school or so. But see, I knew bits and pieces of it because I I was like about 10 or or 11. I was probably 11 when this movie came out uh, because it was, what, October of 82, so I would have been 11. I was a little too young. My parents weren't going to take me to see it, and they weren't ready to take me to see like R-rated horror movies. But I knew a bunch of kids that saw it. So I already knew the Silver Shamrock song. I knew what the masks (laughs) did. And so I knew sort of what the plot was. So then when I saw the movie, it, it, like just a couple years later, and it was still, you know, too contemporary to really enjoy, it was, you uh, know, it, it just kind of wasn't that good. But right. it was later when I, when I, s- I saw it that, that I could understand it. But so, like, by the time I was really appreciating it, I knew everything that happened.
1: And you like the other two Halloween movies? Are you a big Halloween fan?
0: I am. Although I'll tell you, the uh, the, the the series does um, get all pear shaped pretty quickly uh, if you go far enough past. I mean, four and five are okay, but then it kind of gets really crazy.
1: Well, anytime you get past terrible. like three in a movie series, anyway, it's about done, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Weirdly enough, you know like I I've, I've done the thing where I'll sit down and I'll watch all the Halloween movies. A friend mm-hmm. of mine, we watched like all the Halloween movies. We watched all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. We watched all the Friday the 13th movies. Nightmare on Elm Street holds up okay until they get to the remake. Uh it has its ups and downs, but uh, Friday the 13th actually is is probably one of the most consistent in terms of quality. Uh you know, they're all yeah. like each other. Halloween just completely falls apart. Uh, halfway <laughs> through the run, it's then you get to the Rob Zombie stuff, and it just you want to just die.
1: Yeah, well, he uh, he's Rob Zombie, so gotta love it. <laughs> um, so the so Harry Grimbridge, a great yeah. name. Um, he is running on this road. He is being chased by uh, some some agents from the Matrix, like I said, and and he goes to this gas station. He has a jack o' lantern mask in his hands. Mm-hmm. And um, he finds this gas station attendant, and he's like, "We've got to, you've got to help them. They're going to kill us. They're going to kill us." And um, they, the gas station attendant, takes him to the hospital, where uh, the man on duty is Doctor Dan Chalice. Sexy. He is. Everyone loves him in, in this town. They love him. He, uh, he is everyone. He's like the Marlboro Man meets. Um, Gray's anatomy. It's like he is everything you can dream in a man. His hair almost I
0: hear Dr. McDreamy was based on him. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he
1: he models everything after him. Um, he almost looks like he's wearing a wig.
0: Oh, that's just 80s hair, man. Yeah, it's
1: everything very fluffy. Was back then. But the color of it is not a natural color for that guy's eyebrows. Anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess so.
1: I digress there again. Um, so the there's a uh, they put him in the hospital there, uh, and then the mysterious men. Oh, by the way, before we get to that part, I'm sorry, I skipped this part. The mysterious men chase him down into this, you know, junkyard kind of area by the gas station, and he pulls the uh, the uh, the stop out of the car, and it crushes one of these people. And the way that guy died, it didn't look like a human. Yeah. When he died, which was good acting on that guy's part. Yeah, maybe not, maybe bad acting. But he then um, next up we have uh, the uh, the other guy. He escapes from, gets to the hospital. He ends up to the hospital. The other mysterious man in the uh, suit is who takes his thumbs and jams them into uh, this poor guy's eyes, and
0: it's horrible and he pulls out he breaks his nose it's bad but you couldn't stuff, smother him with a pillow I mean that's how, isn't that how you're supposed to kill people in a hospital I've watched enough TV to know
1: this robots though maybe robots aren't able to figure <laughs> that out maybe they're just like I'll oh, use my hands
0: they're, they're, that's what's so funny about these agents is they're wildly extravagant with the stuff they do they're not subtle at all well yeah he goes and he breaks the guy's nose yes again could have smothered him with a pedal and then he leaves the i'm 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 taking over your plot no you're no you go ahead no
1: fine yeah but then
0: he he leaves the hospital and dan chalice on his white horse is coming out going hey what's going on and the guy goes in a car and sets himself on fire and he dumps instead of just driving away he dumps gasoline
1: on himself and explodes why like why would he do that why? Well,
0: well, why do you have the gasoline in the first place? I mean, that's like you just carry around an extra thing of gas just in case I need to set myself on fire after murdering a guy by breaking his nose in a hospital. And why wouldn't you
1: just drive away? There's not, they're not going to stop you. The police weren't even anywhere near this. So yeah. The next morning, um, Grimbridge, his daughter Ellie, we find out later, has a thing for the doctor, but that's a whole other thing. Um, I don't shows know up. she has
0: a thing for the doctor. She sort of has Stockholm syndrome later in the show. <laughs> she's the girl from strange brew if anyone's if you if you oh, need okay. a place she's the the girl in uh, the the doug bob and doug mckenzie movie from the 80s as well um she
1: she has a uh she has to identify her her dad's uh body and her, his remains and that's him and they um they go from not knowing each other whatsoever right
0: yeah, they just meet in the high, she literally I think she turns and cries into his lab coat or something like
1: You're that. You right. And, and then it. he later on that night, um, we, we we meet between this point and the the night, he goes to his house and we meet his kids. So now we know he has two children who he gives cruddy Halloween masks to. The mom <laughs> has Halloween masks. The mom has already bought them the uh, Silver Shamrock brand which everyone wants. And they are divorced, so there's some there's some cold um, oh, back and forth between them. They're not real pleased with each other.
0: <laughs> cold is the word. That's yes. the best way.
1: And um, so then he goes to Drown His Sorrows at the bar in town uh, that night, and Ellie shows up and talks to him. And then in a matter of a few minutes, they are on their way.
0: They turn into detectives. They, it turns into a road detective movie.
1: They go to Santa Santa Mira, California. From do we know what town they're in here? Yeah, Northern California. They go then they go to Santa Santa Mira, which we don't know. I don't know where that's at. But they go to the factory uh, town, Santa Mira, and they check into a hotel. And um, there's a motel manager there who's kind of in good with the uh, apparently with the Cochran family, and because. Um, connell cochran runs the silver shamrock novelty factory and he's the one that makes these masks and like you said they're detectives and they've they've ran down this story and uh, they're they're gonna go they're gonna solve
0: this mystery yeah yeah and and what's amazing about it and of course then at this motel it's the only motel in town and they also have and I think it wasn't the motel owner who basically serves as the old guy from Friday the 13th who's like, you're going to Camp Blood, aren't you? <laughs> who Who is just sort of the warning guy with a weird hat. Oh. And, and this motel is also where the most obnoxious family shows up because oh, they won yes. the special prize of, of selling the most Halloween masks. At the same time, yes. Like, was it Marge Gunderson? Isn't that her name? Which uh, sounds like something out of Fargo. Gutman. Gutman.
1: Marge Sheesh. Gutman.
0: She shows up and she's like quality control from somewhere because she's running. And and at this point, oh, you're point, talking about
1: it, um, buddy, buddies, uh, buddy. No, not
0: not buddies. Not buddies. Uh, uh, it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Marge Gutman. She's she was there for for quality control or something. Right. And She's yes fixing because yes. because like a, a a a the badge fell off the the mask, which is only there to show later on in the movie where it zaps her and and mm. and you show that something's wrong there. But the, what's so amazing about this film is there's no logical consistencies here because what time, is it, what year, how many days till Halloween is it at this point? It's like only like, it's like almost Halloween. But, they stayed there, point. but they, st- <sighs> yeah, but yeah, you're right. It starts out the first time
1: the song on the commercial starts, it's eight more days, right? Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's October 23rd. I just said that, I'm an idiot. Um, yeah. So it, it has been eight days. Like It doesn't feel like any time has passed. Yeah. When you watch this movie, right? How many times? They're, like,
0: they're on Halloween night or something like, or like the 30th or something. They, they end up being there that long, huh? And what's amazing. And then they go in the factory and they, they take this tour. Somehow they're allowed to come in and take this tour. Right. Of course. Where he's showing them. Oh, but you can't go in this room. Cause there's special processing. stuff. Yeah. yeah lots of
1: chemicals. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. But they're, still packaging masks now in the, the the in the plot of the movie is can i can i tell what sort of like the absolutely. end absolutely you okay. just read the plot the the end uh goal of conal Cochran is to have a massive child sacrifice yes across the world or across america yes because he somehow shifts Stonehenge. <laughs> oh, I, left that, I left that. I that out <laughs>
1: they, because at the beginning of the movie, over it. <laughs> yeah. In the beginning of the movie, there was a newscast, and the top stone of blah blah blah's part of Stonehenge <laughs> is missing. No
0: one knows where it is. <laughs> yeah, they they Oh yeah, we we got it here. They did just a breeze of uh, that amazing thing that you could do. How'd you get that past customs? Exactly. You know, you can't just hide that in your pocket. No. And they they've used that and they have put it in these masks. So they want to have this after the late show and after they show John Carpenter's Halloween. These masks will activate, kill all these children mm-hmm. in this massive child sacrifice. Right. And and he learns that. So they're doing that that evening. Yes. Yet they're still packaging masks. So the, it's their <laughs> end game, it, and
1: it's their it's that basically their end game, which would should already be over. And he brings this. Why did he bring the family? I guess as a test subjects. But but why
0: are you testing it like three hours before you're going to do it? I mean, this if you're going to put this into practice, this is a massive. You'd want to test it, but like, oh, let's make sure that these people turn into snakes and bugs. Yes. Uh, can we do that like a week ahead of time? But Connell. no, they. they
1: I mean, Connell Cochran. He literally brought a huge, you know, how many ton boulder, fifty ton boulder, it's, it's, yeah. from Stonehenge, and that took an unbelievable amount of planning. But you're right. The night before, <laughs> the the event is to, actually the same night, right?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, because yeah, because yeah, that's right. Because because Chalice is in there. Yeah, they're testing it like literally like a couple minutes because they put a mask on on buddy little buddy well no they but but buddy has a mask but don't they they show him what happens and then they're gonna have him get killed with all the children
1: yes yes they show him no they show him what happens to the buddy family the uh whatever their name is
0: and i don't know why why does why do the parents die and that Because Little Buddy puts the mask on, and he turns into bugs oh, and but, snakes.
1: Well, he says that – well, that one snake leaped out and ju- bit Big Buddy in the leg.
0: Oh, okay. Um, so the, but the mom just sort of just faints. Ah, for example, faints. But yeah.
1: he had said earlier, Connell Con, – am I saying that right? Con,
0: Con – Cochrane. Yeah.
1: He said, and then the snakes and uh, other – the insects will kill the parents he, says, oh, he oh, said he said that when that? he was okay. when he was doing the um, you know the superville the doctor evil tell your whole plot <laughs> he was plot.
0: monologuing. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: the, the greatness of the you know the greatness of the days of the witches when we had the mm-hmm. witchcraft so so basically though the, the two detectives here the super sleuths ellie and dr chalice they've now worked <laughs> their way into the warehouse and we you know we've learned that the these the agent people in the suits are actually robots Yes. Which actually, I'll say this: I felt like that added to the movie and kind of made it. They should have played that up more. This guy's a master of technology; he's able to do these things. Why wouldn't yeah. he just take over the world with these androids that no one can stop?
0: Well, yeah, that's the thing. Well, and and the other thing is they had this this bit where they they show him that there's an animatronic like a, a clockwork woman knitting uh and th- there th- and there it shows all of his his mastery of mechanics yes. from from what he's... and of course when big buddy comes in he's like oh and i i uh, you know he say like oh this is like a practical joker guy he's best known for not, he doesn't throw out rubber vomit or fake dog poo yes. he, he he throws out the dead dwarf gag and the rubber chainsaw <laughs> and <laughs> Well, you would know you the classics. Wonder, the classics. What is what is the dead dwarf gang? Yes. Yeah. Do they it, just sell a dead exactly. dwarf?
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> that doesn't get up and walk. Off? I want to. Know, I want to know more. I want the. Maybe that was the the spinoffs. There would have been like you know Halloween four the dead dwarf gang. What do
1: you? What would the rights to um, Halloween three? Um, Season of the Witch two. If we if you and I bought <laughs> the rights to that. You say you like making movies, man. Like, I,
0: you know what? And I would call it that. I would call it Halloween Three: Season of the Witch and two, two.
1: And then, what would the tagline would be? Something about your the the, um, the
0: night the dead dwarf the comes night home. night of
1: <laughs> night of the dead dwarf.
0: Ooh, night of the actually night of the dead dwarf is a great name for a horror movie. But
1: we've got to do all these colons colon colon colon. <laughs> yes, colon. Anyway, um, so they they we have found out now that. The whole point was to have Cochran basically use the children as a massive um, uh, sacrifice for the great power that is Stonehenge, season of the witch, and pure evil. And Chalice, his job, Ellie has been Ellie, by the way, has been kidnapped, and he's on the search. Chalice only finds this out about he's, he's yeah. like
0: on the search, like as an afterthought.
1: After she's like, oh, wait, yeah, yeah I
0: got to go get Ellie. don't yeah. You know?
1: he, he knows where she's at, though, because, yeah. oh, she's resting there. She's strapped down to that chair or to that uh, bed there, but she's resting. Yeah. She's resting now. So anyway, he then uh, proceeds to um, – he gets captured himself, gets tied up. They put a mask on him. He escapes from the mask. Uh, he caught, tries to call his wife. She yells at him for missing a, yet another um, Hallmark moment with the kids. Yes. And so now it's um it's on uh he's he's got to find a way to stop this TV broadcast. He finds out that the stations are the stations are putting them out. What's the three station thing he keeps talking about? Only well, three stations were putting it out.
0: Well, no no no, it was this was back in the 82. So oh, it was they're pretty just much oh the they're three just affiliates. They're just
1: three affiliates. I got you. Yeah, okay. it
0: would have been the NBC affiliate, ABC affiliate, CBS affiliate. I was assuming PBS had nothing to do with this. So whatsoever. is he
1: able then to simply? Is it, just just isolated to that small town, or is this on a national scale?
0: No, it's on a national because they like literally show like Dayton, Ohio, and like yes, you know, yes. Omaha, they, Nebraska, they show, and New yeah, York, all New over York, the place. They, and here is where again where it makes no internal logical sense because we have these things called time zones in America. Yes. <laughs> so so yes. when kids are trick or treating in the in, in Ohio, they're not yet trick or treat treat tweeting. Yep. Trick or treating in <laughs> in California. So he he apparently they have the, the power of time travel. He just calls the station. He calls the authorities. He's like, take it off all the bro- – just take them all off the air because I'm Dr. Chalice and everybody wants to have sex with me. Just take my word for it, it. Cut the feed for no reason whatsoever. And and they start ta- try taking it off the channels in Southern California. Presumably this has already happened in the on the east coast and probably the central time zone at least. Maybe you saved some people from mountain time zone. But if this was supposed to happen at like nine o'clock, it's already happened in three quarters of the country already. Yeah. <laughs> but there's apparently some central location that will cut the feeds for every TV show. And and he does it from the exact the single Gas station that exists in Northern California, yes. where the same guy who brought in Harry Grimbridge to the hospital oh is is gosh. still working.
1: Well, and I don't know if you remember this or not, but I I actually did this once. Um, I called in and I was able to get uh, the TV show Firefly canceled this way. Um, oh, where I called, you're, I, the
0: guy, you're that guy. Yes, right? I'm just
1: letting everyone know. I'm going to go ahead and tell everybody. I just called into Fox and I said, listen. We don't want to see any more science fiction. We don't want to see uh, Nathan Fillion in anything. And you know, I just think you should take it off the air. And you know what they did? They said that's a great idea. We're we're going to cancel it now.
0: They pulled the broadcast in the middle of showing it, and it's a good thing too yes. because I heard Joss Whedon was going to have a human sacrifice on the last episode of Firefly.
1: And I saved him. I saved a whole yeah. population of people. And um, I just wanted you to know that i would never told anyone that, and I thought it would be good for that. I share it now.
0: It's good to um, know the confession. Yeah.
1: Well, and I just wanted people to understand. It's it's actually really easy to get shows canceled. Um, just call in, tell them that you're not very happy, and you can easily find the the phone number for NBC, for, for Fox, for CBS. Yeah. All, well, just automatically, you will probably get put through to the president of the network
0: from a gas station. Phone line.
1: Absolutely. Now that that's but that's the key, and now we don't have as many of those direct just phone lines. No one has regular phones anymore. But back then, yeah. you could just look in the phone book, and it would say like Brandon Tartakoff's name for NBC. You would just call yeah. Brandon Tartakoff, and he would say, "You know, it's a great idea." He's
0: like, Human sacrifice, yes. Halloween masks? Yes. Oh wait, yeah. Let's let's take care of that.
1: Oh, that he'll actually say, "Oh, that again? You're right. <laughs> We've got to stop this."
0: They tried this 20... By the way, this October is the 25th anniversary of Halloween 3. <gasps> Just to let everybody
1: know. Oh, a very special... We need to do a very special episode, and you can come back <laughs> on, and we can relive the relive the memories. And then then we'll do that as a preview show for our new movie that you and I are going to make. Halloween 3. 3. Season of the two, Witch 2. 2. What is dead it?
0: Dead dwarf. The dead dwarf comes home. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I think there's money in it. I, 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 maybe I'm not. I'm maybe not the. I'm the. I'm the. I'm a big time investor. I don't know if you knew that about me, but most of my investments go very well. Um, and this sound, this seems like a winner to me. Who can we get to star in this? Chalice is probably a little too old for this. No,
0: no. I mean, Tom Atkins is still out there. He did the movie. Uh, he did the movie. Uh, uh, it was with Nick Cage actually. It oh wow. Was, uh, uh, what was the one the 3D he did? Uh, it was uh, a dry, uh,
1: Oh, um, drive it was gone gone in 60 seconds. That's not it.
0: Uh, no, 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 it was a drive angry, and that was only six years ago. Wow,
1: and And he was in it,
0: he's still doing stuff. Uh, yeah, no, like I said, he's a national treasure. You can get him come back, you know, and that's the whole thing is everyone wanted a piece of this doctor. I mean, there are other doctors working overtime, literally wearing the same outfits for a week, not changing their wardrobe whatsoever. And a little fun fact on Twitter there is there he, he the character of Dan chalice exists as Cochran hater what? on Twitter, yeah, and you can follow him and he will complain about his wife and about how much he hates Connell Cochran, and then he's gonna go drink Miller time, really, yeah, that's on Twitter, huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I interact with them all the time. I've asked him what the dead dwarf gag is, and it's usually just some random angry tweet about Miller Time and his ex-wife. But, yeah, that's it's great. And then you've also got Cochran there. And, uh, oh, gosh, I forget what his handle is because Con- Cochran's on Twitter as well.
1: That's fun. Yeah. I need to make some of those. That's fun. Does he have very many followers on there? He's got, a, he's got an alarming amount, yes. <laughs> <laughs> of people that even know what that is. You know, it's kind of impressive.
0: It's well, it like you know, like I said, I, I think I said this on the preview is the whole thing of you know, when Belloc says to Indiana Jones, you bury it in the sand for uh t- 10,000 years and it becomes priceless. This only had to go in the sand for 25.
1: It's phenomenal, that's a big return or on
0: 35. Ind- excuse it's the 35th. I'm sorry, I did my math wrong. The 35th anniversary, it's 35 years. Are you sure it's 35? I yes, 35. Because yeah, the 80s, yeah, so no, dude, I, I think I, that or is
1: it that- – is it i just is i right? don't think of myself as that sorry yes yeah, i just went way in years. the future i just went another decade in the future of my mind there sorry
0: <laughs> you're um, in the blade runner mode
1: oh sorry i dream of i dream of uh electric sheep so
0: do you realize it in two years is blade runner
1: yeah but the new one's coming out like when this summer they, they right? just
0: pushed it to 2049 at that point you know and they're just like oh they, they should have made it take they place
1: they punted the ball yeah. they punted it to get it out of there, they're like, "We gotta get this out of here." So, so
0: get with the program. Where are the replicants? <laughs> That's what I want to know.
1: So, the big ending to this this bad boy is that we think that chalice saved the day. He takes all the buttons and electrocutes off the side, uh, the extra button thing, and electrocutes all of the um, robots that are in the robots that are in there. Um, yeah. What's his face, Connell Cochran? Um, he powers up right.
0: He explodes, doesn't he? Did he explode? I don't know what. I couldn't ha- remember what happened. happened.
1: It was <clears throat> weird because the big stone uh, created this ring around the uh, robots, right? The androids.
0: Yeah. Well, this was the this was the day. This was a day and age where every movie had to end with just a big explosion, and it did. And- yeah, and that they they don't they never explain it. It's it's sort of like in like the Matrix yes. Reloaded, where he shoots at a car and he just hits the gas tank and it explodes. Yes, and you sit there and you think, I hope that because I've bottomed out on my car. And, yeah, and you you hope the car doesn't explode just from that. Just immediately. Yeah, yeah. I mean that could happen. Maybe maybe it could happen if
1: Keanu. That was can,
0: in the Matrix though, so maybe it, it's, it's maybe physics.
1: not real. Maybe they didn't. They just thought it happened. Um. Um, what was I, oh, oh, uh, he saves the day, sort of, he gets to that gas station, (laughs) calls NBC, ABC, uh, and at the time, probably, you know, CBS, and he gets them to stop the station, but there's one of the three, right? One of them, yeah, it's just the other station. Yeah, they don't say the station names. The other station, (laughs) um, would not take it off the air, they love Halloween too much, and, um, uh, he ends it screaming. At the camera yeah. with the phone in his hand. The end. Like the literal, and
0: it's that's where his kids would be watching too. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, because the mom, either the mom or the mom's bo- mom's new boyfriend, got got them the masks. What a jerk! I know, right? That's
1: sad. So there you go. Um, let's do this. Let's talk about um, some goods. And bads of this movie. What are the goods, Kevin, of this movie?
0: Oh, Tom Atkins and his just full-throated sexiness of having nothing to be sexy about. He's and a His, doctor. his, his he, mustache.
1: It's a uh, glorious mustache. He,
0: he, it, but, you know, from a I, I will say this. From a pure horror movie fan standpoint, this, as goofy as this movie is, the scene where the little buddy has the mask on. Yes. the The end game result is kind of horrifying when you really look at. I mean, <laughs> th- I don't know if you would see this in a movie nowadays, where you have this like ten year old kid put a mask on and turn into bugs and snakes.
1: Oh, he just like it melts. His head melts basically.
0: Yeah. And and on the same token, when when Marge Gutman accidentally oh, short circuits the thing, her
1: face was just obliterated her it yeah, was nasty and it zaps her and, and then yeah, that bug a- and then that bug crawls out one bug yeah or big these spider crazy. that was a nasty looking
0: spider too yeah. is that a real yeah. type of spider it looked I think so. that, I think that it looked real got exotic yeah well you know they didn't have any look this movie did not have high enough budget to do like animatronics well, or anything so all these things were like you know these are these are real uh creatures yeah. you know and, uh, I also have to give a, uh, you know, Stacey Nelkin, you know, does get a little naked in the movie. That's but then a again, little, you got to look at, like, you yeah. got to look at Tom Atkins' back fat.
1: Yeah, you don't want to see that. But he's, no. he's a manly man. They're scared for their lives. They're looking for <laughs> any anything that might, um, just be reassuring to them and their, um, their love. And then whatever hotel that was. And I'm sure that guy makes a mean continental breakfast at the, uh, at the uh, front desk at that that's place, a real so. tragedy
0: that they didn't get to try his eggs benedict <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is this i think it's a quiche i'm not sure <laughs> but you kind of look like stacy quiche but you're not key wait quiche Keach.
0: <laughs> he's, he's like he's like the low red stacy quiche <laughs> <laughs> he kind of is we can't afford Stagey Keats. do we have Tom Atkins? Good enough. that'll work. <laughs> we have Tom atkins
1: um so what uh so the goods we said that uh, uh, uh what, I'm saying his name wrong um dr chalice is is the goods of course I think the girl I think Ellie um her performance is pretty good, yeah for, as far as the acting, it wasn't too bad um, everyone the, throws down for the movie, yeah. I think they all tried. I think they all gave a good effort and they were getting paid. Dan O'Hurley, so they tried. he's a
0: great he's a great villain. He
1: really is. Um the song, was that a good or a bad?
0: Uh I I, I give it a good just because it's such an earworm.
1: Yeah, it will get stuck in your head. Eight more days yeah. to Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Mm. Seriously. Silver Shamrock, <laughs> kids, put on your masks now and look at the screen at the pumpkin. Look at the pumpkin with your masks on. Go ahead, put your mask. It's like okay. <laughs> the uh, the uh, digital readout of that pumpkin head was really funny too, because it was like a dot matrix kind of print on thing at the beginning of the movie, and then it was like that
0: MS Paint that they oh, threw up there. Awesome, high tech.
1: It was phenomenal. Um, that took literally like a week and a half to create that graphic. It was like oh. So can I? Can I
0: also point out? Sure. Oh, oh, wait, no. This this will be in the bads. Okay, are we ready to do the? Bads? Okay, if,
1: if you well, I think you. I think you, we've worn out the goods. There's not a whole lot of goods in this thing. <laughs> um, the bads. Go ahead.
0: The bads. Well, first of all, you got to just say that there's there is no chronology that works in this movie whatsoever. Right. It, it, none of it. It's not even like you know, like if you ever watched uh, Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. and and you realize that that when they the falcon when the, when they go off they're only gone for a weekend but luke's gone for like six months right the, 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 their timelines don't match up right and and you can you can forgive that in that one this one it makes no sense with the time changes you know the time zones and well the last week of
1: their lives there's a whole yeah, week that we're where
0: not when why people don't change their clothes you know why there's <laughs> uh there's they're still shipping out Halloween masks on Halloween. You know, why they're, they're, they're even making stuff for next year? Because all the kids are supposedly gone.
1: Why did they say the beginning of the movie, mm. October twenty third? Why didn't they just say October 29th or October thirtieth? Uh, why did they just? They should have just said October thirtieth. Because yeah. literally, in a day, they went from not knowing each other to going to this seedy motel in whatever, Santa Santa Mira, California, yeah. and knowing each other
0: pretty well. So, anyway. Um, well, the, the, other, the other bad, I would say, is the, the title, as great as the title is, there's nothing to do about witches whatsoever in this movie. Isn't that weird? There's, there's a witch mask. And I guess yeah. they... they, they Try to like sort of like back end it in there by saying it's, it's for the Samhain, uh, uh, the god Samhain, which they mispronounce as Samhain, which, uh, in, in Irish folk, folklore, you know, has, is sort of like this, uh, Lord of the Dead type thing. But, but that's not a witch either. I mean, it's, 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 there's no witches in the well, film. I'm, at least with Nick Cage's season of the witch, there was a witch.
1: Yeah, there was, and and that that was one of those. <laughs> that's unbelievable that somehow season of the witch with Nicolas Cage gets more credit than this movie. How's that possible? <laughs> that's
0: a bad. At movie. least it's a more it's a, it's a more literal title. So I mean, I guess see, it, it, I, there there might be some roundabout. You can go around the horn of Africa to finally explain how this all works. But Not it's likely. a great title. It just makes no sense. And it's
1: going to even be better in the sequel to Season of the Witch when we create it. So.
0: Season of the Witch. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch Part uh, 2.
1: Yes. <laughs> return of the Mac or the return of the... Dead Dwarf. Dead Dwarf <laughs> Syndrome. Um, what, uh, let's see... Uh, and bads for me, the the song makes me insane. I'm I, your wife has to, your wife has to be a saint not to have just taken your laptop and just destroyed it like as soon as she heard that thing coming out of there. So,
0: um,
1: so let's rate this movie one. Okay, from one to five, one bad one is bad. Like. Maybe maybe Halloween 2. I'm not sure if I'm not sure. i not it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. But, Halloween
0: Halloween Resurrections the worst of the main
1: series. Okay. So Bad is bad, still watchable, but I mean it's a, not a very good movie. 5 is you know your face explodes and you turn into insects or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, acid acid out of your eyeballs scenario. So what's where's this movie rated at?
0: Well, it's one of those weird movies that like I said, it's 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 hard to purely say it as a cinematic piece because as a movie itself it doesn't work and it's probably a two star movie as just a throwaway horror okay, movie. Right. But in terms of an enjoyable sort of spotlight into what eighties cinema was at that time mm-hmm. and how goofy it is, but still how fun it is to watch. Yes. I'm giving it a four.
1: And it's one of those where um it wasn't unbearable to watch, which, we, like you said, but it's just not good. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. – I, I, I could see maybe Mystery Science Theater doing this movie. Oh, I it could, totally
0: would work. It oh, would totally work. And it would be fun. Scene. And
1: they may have a riff – have you ever listened to riff tracks? Oh, yeah. I love riff tracks. Yeah, I do too. And I, I'm wondering if they already maybe have one of those for this anyway. But, uh, well, you cool. know, I don't
0: think they do, actually. That would be I, a good I'm, one. I'm to am pretty familiar with the – Yeah, we should, should. We
1: should suggest that they do this, so –
0: I'll get on the horn. I know some people are rifting.
1: Give them a call. Call call up uh uh Mike Nelson maybe he could help out. Um okay,
0: so what <laughs> let's do this. All what right.
1: have you been into lately, Kevin? What have you been into lately?
0: Uh well, um two things I I'll, I'll I'll talk about. I I I talked about this off the air. Uh, I thought I'd spotlight it because it's kind of a fun little movie thing. Mm-hmm. I will do movie marathons with my kids. Cool. Um, what we do is it started out five years ago. My son, my oldest son, wanted to watch James Bond, and I said, "Well, let's watch all the Bond movies," which takes a week. It's it, <laughs> there's a lot of Bond movies, right? And so we did. We we had like themed snacks, and and we made it a big deal. We did it over Fourth of July week when nobody had anything else going on because my wife teaches, and so she was home for the summer, and the kids right. were home for the summer. And we've done other marathons. We watched once all the Planet of the Apes movies, all the Predator and Alien movies. We watched uh, all the. Um, uh, we did all the Lucasfilm movies uh-huh. one time. And uh, this past Memorial Day, we always do a Memorial Day science fiction marathon where we do 24 hours of science fiction and I have a pre-show where I take like little theater bumps and trailers and short subjects and cartoons and I put that at the beginning of each movie so we got a 15 20 minute pre-show and then we watch movies so we watched 10 movies um, so classic movies all the way back from you know uh, the the blob and then the blob remake oh wow cool and we watched uh incredible shrinking man X machina some newer stuff so that's one thing I'm into, uh, and you, you, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll see me talk about that as well. Cool. But the other thing, and the one we got coming up is uh, we've, we're going to be watching, binge-watching The IT Crowd, which is one of my favorite TV shows. Okay. and I don't know if you've ever watched it. It's on Netflix, available on Netflix. It's I a will, British show.
1: I will look into it. That's cool.
0: Yeah, it's a British show, and it's about this IT department in this modern tech... Uh, it was a modern company that nobody knows what they do, but it's these these two guys these two nerds in the basement and this woman who knows nothing about technology who's their manager and it's just this weird little british show that is super hilarious cool and especially if you've ever worked in an office it's great they've got it's four series or four seasons so there's only like 24 episodes because british shows are like six right. episodes
1: yeah left. cool Yep. well phenomenal what do you have um what's in the next couple weeks here coming up movie wise for your show
0: well, um, of course we got the big summer movies. We've got stuff like uh, Despicable Me Two. We got Spider-Man: Homecoming coming mm. up. Uh, and one of the things I do on my show is I don't just do the big releases, yes. especially when there's only like one or two, because you know I got a whole hour to fill. So I'll pick some smaller releases, some limited release stuff. Uh, I also do spotlights on things. We're going to be talking about the Lego Batman movie coming oh, cool. up uh, in the uh, a DVD segment, and of course more of my ranting about uh, just sort of how. How how my my own little industry uh, entertainment news sometimes gets things wrong.
1: <laughs> it's pretty easy to do sometimes though, where yeah. we think we think it's uh, one way, and then it ends up people respond differently to it. Then
0: yeah, cool definitely.
1: man. Well, hey I, Kevin, I appreciate you coming on, man. Um, you're always welcome here. Uh, come back Absolutely. anytime, my friend.
0: It's been a pleasure.
1: When you want to do that movie, you let me know. Season of the Witch two. Let's do it. All right?
0: Halloween 3, Season of the Witch 2, Dead Dwarf. Dead Dwarf (laughs) Returns. Yes.
1: All right, buddy. Thank you so much. We're going to cut it off. Uh, Thanks, man. All right, cool. All right. The Horrible Movie Podcast is powered by revolverpodcast.com and Orange Tie Web Design Marketing and Branding. The Horrible Movie Podcast can be heard on great stations like 105.5 KFGM in Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula, 88.1 KZGM, South Central Missouri's public radio station, and weekly contributions on KPOV, 88.9 High Desert Community Radio. Listen to us on iTunes, thehorriblemoviepodcast.com, revolverpodcast.com, and anywhere podcasts are found.